Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a -a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of Agents of Mace. Today, myself, Drew, and Elisa are going to be talking about the Falcon and Winter Soldier series and our kind of final thoughts on it, Uh, and then looking ahead to Loki and the cool news that we got this week about the series. Um, So I guess to start... I mean, oh my gosh, all the way back to episode one seems like so long ago. It does. (laughs) It's so weird (laughs) how far back that seems now. (laughs) Yeah, and it was only, what, seven weeks ago? Yeah, like not even two whole months. (laughs) Right. uh, It's weird to think about where the show ended and where the show started. I feel like, you know, we talked about last time how compact the last episode was and how they really kind of like tried to shove everything in but man oh man going from like falcon flying around with his wings chasing george st pierre around in a helicopter and bucky was in i mean like rehab essentially for a (laughs) assassin uh and then compared to the end it was just like whoa hold like you guys went so far away from where we started, but in a, in a good way. I mean, they, I guess it's where they wanted to take us, but it was weird to think that six weeks ago I hated John Walker. <laughs> and then the last episode, they really tried to make me like him. Did it work? No. <laughs> Still not a huge fan. But, you know, uh, I do like kind of what they did with um, Zemo, I was, yes. yeah, I was kind of like, oh, okay, here we are trying to like turn the bad guy good, but also I feel like maybe they're making it more relatable. So later down the line, he can flip and be evil again. And we'll be like, no, not Zemo. He was so good. So um, charismatic. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, I don't know. I really liked him. In this season, though, I thought he was funny. 
I did too. I think that maybe in the actual movies, they haven't given uh, Daniel Brühl much of a chance to shine. And that this is just more of what he can do, which has been really interesting to see. And again, I, I really like Zemo in this season. I know he's supposed to be at least a little bit bad, but I'm like, I can get on board with this. He's happy. He's wearing fun outfits, going back to his <laughs> apparent family riches. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I agree. I, I think he, in the movies, he was such like a third-party character. Like, I feel like he played a big role in Winter Soldier, but he really wasn't in a lot of Winter Soldier. Really, we didn't get to see his personality in those. We just got to see how focused he was on avenging his family. So maybe that's all of it is. Now he's not like all mad at the world so he can have a little bit of fun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I tried to go back and kind of remember like what his whole deal was, like why he hated super soldiers. Mm -hmm. And uh, I I was a little confused because he, it's like he blames, he blames Sokovia on super soldier serum. Mm -hmm. But... I mean, it's not like Steve Rogers did anything to, like, drop the city or whatever. So, I mean, I kind of understand where he's coming from. Like, superheroes equal bad. But, I don't know. I feel like it's weird for him to, like, really focus in on, we got to get rid of super soldiers. And it's like, why? I mean, why just super soldiers? I'm confused. Maybe that's just, like, the easiest one he can get to at the moment. And... Now that he's on the raft, he's just like thinking, okay, what am I going to do about Thor? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I wonder if uh, I wonder if maybe the next time we see him, there will be some sort of prison break on the raft. And that's how that's how like a bunch of the MCU bad guys kind of escape <laughs> out into the world uh, to kind of like an easy way to set up for future series. Or, I wouldn't mind seeing that. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, yeah. I was kind of bummed when they were on the raft before and we didn't really get to see anybody in there. I was like, oh, man, this would be a cool moment to show, I don't know, something in the background. Um, well, what was, your, what was your favorite part, I guess, out of, out of the six episodes? It was a shorter season than It was. I, I really liked any of the scenes that we got to see uh, Bucky and Sam kind of butting heads just because... That was funny, and again, the um, the way that Anthony Mackie and Sebastian Stan can play off each other is really, really good. Uh, and so getting to uh, see that showcased in this series, when, again, we haven't really had an opportunity to in the movies except for just a couple of scenes, has been the best part to me. And, of course, you know, uh, Sebastian Stan's uh, heart-wrenching... <laughs> Uh, scene at the beginning of that one episode, I think it was four, whenever he's finally fully deprogrammed and is just like in full-on sobbing mode, but then comes up and he's like, I'm free. That was such a great scene. So like powerful and it really shows Sebastian Stan's range. And also he's just such a sad little baby. And I just, I felt things watching it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I liked that too. That I thought that was one of the strongest scenes of the, the season, I think as far as emotional range goes. Um, I think for me, my favorite part was just, it had to be when the, uh, I'm gonna have to look, uh, the Dora Milaje came and basically just beat everybody up. 
Yes, that was so good. That was, I think that was my favorite part of the whole season. It was so cool to see them just be awesome. And mm -hmm. it really, like, in your face, John Walker. Like, yes. you're nothing special. Yay. <laughs> so I, I really liked that. And there were a couple fun moments in there, too, where, like, they knock the shield away and... He picks up the sh Bucky picks up the shield, and you're like, oh! But then he gave it back, and I, I thought it that was just like a whole fun scene. Um, so I, I'm really hoping that in season two of this, we'll get to see more of the Dormelage or more stuff going on in Wakanda. I just think there's there's so much that could happen that pulls them in because they're such a cool group to right. begin with. So. And uh, we know that Marvel is wanting to do, uh, show more of Wakanda in the future. Um, and so it would be interesting to see it uh, kind of introduced in maybe a subsequent season of Falcon and the Winter Soldier, even before uh, the next Black Panther movie comes out. Um, yeah, I think that that would be great. They were, like you said, awesome. And anytime John Walker gets, uh, you know, punched, hit, or kicked in the face... I would also like to add that to my favorite part. Oh, also, I just realized this week that I'm a complete idiot, and I did not realize that Wyatt Russell was Kurt Russell and Goldie Hawn's son. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I had no idea. I've just been sitting here thinking, like, a little bit. He does look a little bit like Kurt Russell. I wonder. <laughs> and I never, ever pieced it together because I'm stupid. You know, I've I've seen him in a couple other movies and a couple other things, and I've never really been a fan. Um, but this this show, I feel like he was good enough to bring that character to life as someone that like you don't really like throughout the season, and then at the end, you're kind of like, okay, he's fine. You don't like him, but you're fine with him being around. He's at around. least medium. Yeah, yeah. He's like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's a lukewarm feeling. So I, I thought he did a really good job with that. Uh, you know, going back to thinking about how everyone was. Like, of course, Sebastian Stan and Anthony Mackie, like you said. I mean, mm -hmm. any time they were together on screen, it was gold. Um, but I feel like, Oh, God, you just hated John Walker so much. Every time he was on, you're like, oh, look at this stupid fake stupid Captain America. <laughs> but then at the end, you know, you're just like, yeah, whatever. Good thing you're not Captain America anymore. <laughs> relief. Just relief. <laughs> um, I'm sure he's I, probably okay with it, too. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure he'll show up in season two or get his own show or something. I don't know. Um, I do like that this show kind of set up future things uh i felt like um wandavision kind of ended and i don't really know if they were if they were to come out tomorrow and be like there's wandavision season two i'd be like what's it about i mean mm -hmm. they didn't really leave us on anything they just kind of wrapped that story up um i mean of course you know vision we don't know where vision is and wanda is out or whatever but it's not really like a cliffhanger. Whereas this one, I feel like there were some things that it ended on that you're like, ooh, well, what's going to happen next? Yeah, I feel like uh, with WandaVision, I think we can walk into uh, the next Doctor Strange movie, which it's you know, supposed to be kind of leading into, and not 
have seen WandaVision and just be like, okay, Wanda's sad and she's in a cabin. Go. And I don't think we'll be able to do that with any subsequent Captain America films because of how far the series took both of those characters. But Wanda essentially kind of got reset. She might have made her peace with like losing vision and things like that. But it's not the kind of thing we saw happening with Bucky and Sam. Like Sam is a whole new character now. He's right. Captain America. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I mean, really, Wanda, like you said, Wanda just got a complete reset. Uh, because at the end, you know, she was sad, Vision died. And then she's not necessarily, like, not sad anymore. But all we know about Vision is he's alive again and he's having, like, a crisis of what is he, who is he. Yeah, he's somewhere and he's, like, what? Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> so it's like, well, that's kind of all we... We watched an entire season of a show and at the end all we know is Wanda's powerful but she was powerful before and vision mm -hmm. we don't know he's alive but that's right. it um like wanda scarlet uh, scarlet witch now but like she's always been scarlet witch it's what we've been calling her they didn't use the word in the movies yet but that's like we knew so that's right. nothing that's <laughs> all that big of a stretch i mean not not to take away from wandavision i really really enjoyed wandavision um maybe and i was thinking about this today i was like do i like wandavision better than i liked falcon and the winter soldier and I might. I don't know. It's such They're so different that it's hard to compare them. But I don't know. I think maybe WandaVision pulls just a little bit ahead. Partly because of, you know, it kept us guessing. We didn't really know what was going on at all mm -hmm. uh, for the first few episodes. It's just like, okay, well, I guess we are in the Dick Van Dyke show now. Great. Uh, <laughs> oh, we're Mary Tyler Moore now. Great. Okay. <laughs> and just kind of figuring out why weird stuff keeps happening. And this one, it was like we've said already it's more straightforward we just like second episode get pulled straight into the plot and then at the end you know kind of like what we expected sam is uh captain america bucky is much like wanda not as sad anymore probably still a little sad but not not all the way sad <laughs> it is weird because now that you say that i could see wandavision was a series like wandavision was mm -hmm. a tv show and you could watch episode to episode but if you took Falcon and the Winter Soldier and cut it together as one long thing, it's just a movie. It's just a movie. Mm -hmm. There's no real need for it to be episode to episode. So it's almost like they got away with making a Falcon <laughs> Winter Soldier movie without telling anyone they made a movie. And making it six hours long. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> it, is, it is funny that you say that because, yes, I would agree that of the two, the better series was probably WandaVision because it gave you something to look forward to each week. Whereas this was just like a movie. At the end, I watched a movie, a six hour long movie. It's basically Justice League, but with, <laughs> but with these two characters. Yeah, and, and not, not in 4-3. No <laughs> it's artistic. <laughs> um, well, we'll talk about Zack Snyder another time, another time. <laughs> So now that this is over, uh, we are kind of left waiting for Loki, but we got some exciting news that Loki is now moving up its uh, release date. Two days. Yeah, two whole days. <laughs> um, so I wonder what that's going to do for the series, because is, does that mean it's going to come out not on Fridays every week? Based on what I've read, it will be released on Wednesdays every week. 
And I think the reason why they did that is because that last Friday that it would have aired its last episode is when Black Widow opens. Uh, so I don't think they wanted anything taking away uh-huh. from Black Widow. So, like, they can be like, oh, it's just Loki being goofy and doing his own thing. No, it's because they want all the attention on Black Widow. <laughs> That's interesting. Okay. Okay. Which I'm well, done I done with. Yeah. I, I kind of <laughs> like that. Uh, I think waiting until Friday is rough, but Wednesday to Wednesday doesn't seem as long. I mean, it's the same amount of time, but it doesn't seem as long as Friday to Friday. Right. So... Weirdly, that, that makes total sense to me. Yeah, like Wednesday to Wednesday, that's like no time at all. Yeah, that's like four days. <laughs> um, well, what are you looking forward to most in Loki? Um, mm, that's tough to say. Uh, I mean, obviously, I'm looking forward to seeing more Loki because <laughs> like, my only complaint with any uh, previous Thor movies, including The Dark World, like I'll defend that movie to the ground except for Malekith, um, is that they needed more Loki. And we're finally getting a lot of Loki, so that's the main thing I'm looking forward to. I want to see what Tom Hiddleston can do with the character whenever he's given, you know, more of the spotlight on him, because he's just, he's a really, really great actor. Um, And so I'm excited to see some more of his range come through uh, with the show. I love Owen Wilson, too, and uh, his bits in the trailers have been really funny, so I'm looking forward to knowing uh, his character a little bit better. Um... And also, I haven't seen, <laughs> I haven't seen much of the stuff, and this is going to sound so dorky, um, but the showrunner is a lady named Kate Heron, and uh, I started following her on social media as soon as, you know, the news broke that she was going to be doing the Loki show, and she is awesome. She's hilarious. This show is in such good hands. Like, again, I have not seen her other work, but as a person, she seems really cool, so I'm hoping she brings something that's really unique, and just, I'm excited that they've got a woman running this show and apparently one of the, the like the main writer is from rick and morty which i've watched uh, some with my husband so and i like dan Harmon and his stuff so i think it's gonna turn out good i mean fingers crossed i guess it could be a complete disaster but yeah <laughs> i'm I, hoping not <laughs> i saw that they were involved with it too and i was like this could either be really good or really bad because they could either It's going to be real weird. Yeah, oh yeah. And and I'm all I love all the weird things that those minds can pump out, but I feel like with something like this, it's like we got to find that line where it needs to be weird enough to keep people being like, "Ooh, this is crazy." But if it's too weird, then I feel like they're going to end up turning people off. Um but I think Loki's a good character to do it because he can be Tom Hiddleston's always had that like He's mm-hmm. kind of funny, but he's also weird, but he's also kind of sassy. <laughs> and it's like, okay, like, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm excited for the show. I think the, most, the thing I'm most excited for is stuff in the background, to be honest. <laughs> I feel like with Pause. Winter, yeah, Falcon Winter Soldier was just, there were some things, but a lot of it was more in your face. They were like, hey, look at this. Hey, look at this. Do you see this back here? It's like, yeah, I I would rather you not show it to me and me like see it while I'm watching. And I feel like this show, even with just in the trailer, there are so many things popping up in the background of scenes that I'm like, okay, this is, yeah, this is my jam. Finding all these fun little Easter eggs. So I think it'll be a good There's time. There's no telling what all they could tie in since it's like time hopping, probably universe hopping eventually. Right. So they could do, they could do a lot with the show. Right. And I'm just kind of curious to see what they will do. 
and like we were saying, it's probably going to be weird. WandaVision got away with a lot of weird stuff. Yeah, and it yeah. worked. And so, so I'm yeah. hoping that whatever weirdness they throw at us is going to make total sense. And we're all just going to be like, <laughs> yes, this is super unique and so exciting. <laughs> Instead of, you know, what? <laughs> I had a thought the other day. Um, I've been trying to follow with the news of uh, No Way Home. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, everyone is saying, oh, all three Spider-Men are going to show up in it. Uh, they have Andrew Garfield and um, Tobey Maguire. And I was like, oh, that would be really cool. But then I started thinking, I watched an interview with Andrew, and he kept saying, like, no, I'm not in it. No, I'm not in it. And, okay, maybe that's just him trying to cover his tracks to not be the one that spoils it. But yeah, I was also thinking... Wouldn't it be crazy if maybe he wasn't in that Spider-Man movie, but he shows up in Loki? Because <laughs> it is like time hopping, universe hopping. So this could be the way that they kind of show that to everyone with like a big name character that we all know. I mean, mm-hmm. with them having Don Cheadle in, well, I think he was only in episode one, right, of Falcon Winter Soldier. But I think so. It was it was like oh. And not to take away from Anthony Mackie or Sebastian Stan, they're also Avengers, but it was like, Don Cheadle, hey, he's in this movie. <laughs> so I almost Don could, Cheadle. I feel like, yeah, I feel like they could, they could throw, they could throw someone in there from another universe. I'm pulling for Deadpool. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm like, that would be so great. I mean, when are we going to hear any news? I, I want any news on the Disney Deadpool movie. I, I, yeah, I, 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 I can't really tell. It used to be easier to, to figure out what Marvel was planning. It was all very like calculated. And now I feel like it's just COVID kind of threw everything off with Black Widow. So that got pushed and then shows got flipped around and everything's just kind of coming out when it comes out. But it's like there doesn't seem to be any real thread. I think that the Multiverse of Madness was supposed to be released today. Oh, like I think that this was uh, its date? initial release date, mm-hmm. and that makes me sad. Yeah, yeah, we could be. We still have some time to wait. <laughs> yeah, we could be exploring different universes, and and maybe that's how they want, like, wanted it to be. But then, I don't know. I feel like if I were in charge, I would be like, put things out. People are at home; they want to watch stuff. If it's done, it's done. People are gonna pay for it. Um, yeah. I understand wanting to wait until theaters are open, but at the same time, if you're trying to kind of thread us along, like we we're supposed to have a show and then a movie and then a show and then a movie, and now we've done show, 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 then movie. <laughs> it's like, oh, well, I feel like we're missing out. The story is being broken up from what they wanted us to watch the story as. And it's not like they're not putting cinematic stuff in these TV shows. Oh, yeah. Because they totally are. Oh, yeah. I, so, there's no way that they spent any less money on Falcon Winter Soldier than they would have on a movie. I mean, they spent as much as they did on two movies because it was Toss Assault. <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> well, I guess our last little bit of business this week uh, is just a crazy Arkansas story. Um, yes. <laughs> there is a real life superhero calling out a serial killer in Little Rock. Uh, His name is Night Vision, I believe. 
Shadow vision. Shadow vision. Sorry. Shadow vision. Shadow vision. vision. <laughs> um, <laughs> I've been researching this the last couple of days, and it's just <laughs> insane. <laughs> he uh, he has a pretty cool costume. He's got he wears all mm. black with a like a helmet mask situation. Ninja swords. Yep. He's got. Hey, um, I noticed today <laughs> handcuffs. Oh yeah. Well yeah. You gotta have your handcuffs. <laughs> Uh, he's got, yeah, handcuffs, sword strapped to his back, much in a Deadpool fashion. Uh, he's got sigh on his leg. Uh, and he has Batman gauntlets with the little, like, knives sticking out the side of him. And I was like, man, this guy is, he's or the real deal. <laughs> yeah, he is. And uh, he has called out the serial killer who is currently tearing up i guess it's north little rock uh looking at the map or maybe it's just little rock but yeah he posted on his page i've got it pulled up so i can read the quote <laughs> he said i know that the serial stabber is keeping an eye on my page here so this is a threat to you when i find you i will show you what i do to serial killers i am hunting you right now and like this, this stabbing guy, like this is no joke. He has stabbed four people, and three of them have died. Yeah. And so I'm, I'm currently worried for Shadow Vision if he's trying to call out an actual serial killer in the middle of Little Rock. Yeah. But then looking at his page, he's got so much more going on than just the serial killer. Like he's putting <laughs> together a super team. Oh. Have you seen this? No, yeah. I have not. First of all, he's got uh, a good buddy that goes on patrol with him a lot called Master Legend. Okay. And okay. he's in con <laughs> he's in contact with other real life superheroes across the country and in other countries. And he's saying that, you know, they're gonna come and help him do his patrols. And some of them have. I was looking back and yeah, he's had some people come in from out of town who are also real life superheroes and like go around and like fight crime with him. And uh, I have not seen any evidence that they have actually stopped or prevented any actual crime. But they have taken a lot of photo opportunities with small children who think that they are neat. Uh, well, you know, it's the little things that count. Uh, I, <laughs> yeah. I remember a couple of years ago, there was a documentary on Netflix or on Hulu. And it was about a super team in New York, I believe, um, of real life superheroes. And I always thought a lot of their stuff was like, you know, they would go feed people at the homeless shelter or they would bring food and water to homeless people out in the community. And I was like, that's cool. Like you're doing your part and you want to dress up like a superhero. Go for it. I think that's awesome. Um, yeah. This calling out a serial killer though. Th <laughs> I mean, that's no joke. Like I, I don't know whether to expect the next story we see to be local superhero stabbed to death or <laughs> local superhero <laughs> kills serial killer like can you imagine <laughs> i mean the vigilante vibes are i mean it's like it's like real life kick-ass is what's happening right now it is. <laughs> and the cops are also like because he was on the news this week too and the cops were saying like we know of him seems perfectly nice he talks to us we don't know who he is he's <laughs> harmless that's that's been their major takeaway he's harmless he's fine but like, I don't think that they're in cahoots or anything. So. Yeah, yeah. I'm, like, I applaud you, very, very brave Shadow Vision, for your community service and also for apparent non-fear of serial murderers. But yeah. But also pretty worried. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're thinking about you, Shadow Vision. Uh, mm -hmm. If you want to come on the show, that'd be fun. 
Um. Oh, yes. Also, good luck on getting the car. He's raising money for a car right now to expand his patrol. Oh, okay. Fingers crossed on the car. Uh, you, but he better make sure to, like, kit it up. I want it to be, yeah, have a big SV on the front, wings on the side, or so, I don't know, something. It's got to it's look the part. <laughs> got to be souped up. Somebody get this man a body kit. <laughs> One thing that I, I noticed, uh, and I tried to look it up, and I didn't really find anything, was... So all around the country and in other countries, there are these real-life superheroes. Mm -hmm. I am Apparently. surprised. Yeah, I'm surprised with the number of real-life superheroes there are. There aren't more real-life supervillains. Um, I thought for sure if, you know, people are, feel strongly enough to dress up and patrol the streets at night, there would be someone alternately who would feel strongly enough to dress up and be a supervillain. I mean, I'm glad there aren't, don't get me wrong, but <laughs> I just thought it was a weird, like, I don't know, it's, it's like a weird thing where we have all these real-life superheroes, we don't have any supervillains. Well, I mean, who wants to be the punk that's going around, like, kicking over trash cans and stuff for attention, when you could also get attention by doing this other thing that everyone thinks is cool and... Yeah, true. You know, takes pictures with you. Yeah, I mean, hey... If, if that's what it takes for people to be good, just to be like, look, dress up like a superhero, patrol the streets, I'm all for it. Uh, yeah. I think, I think it's great. So here also, we're... I feel like it'd be harder to be a supervillain. Yeah, yeah. Oh, definitely. <laughs> definitely harder. Or at least harder to, like, keep up your appearance if you're trying to, like, rob somebody and then run down the street in, like, a red flash suit or something. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, Shadow Vision, we're rooting for you. Yeah, here's... Absolutely. I really... I'm excited to see more about this super team that they're putting together. Um, I hope that, that maybe that becomes a bigger thing and uh, we can run, like, a story on that. Uh, did they have a name, did they say? Um, no, although I did see somebody posting on his page and say, too bad the Defenders is taken. Oh, uh, well, there's our Marvel <laughs> tie-in. Uh, I mean, they could be the defenders, though, right? Like, maybe they spell it different. Yeah. Maybe with a like a, a dollar sign instead of an S. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. <laughs> but then he needs to change. Oh, and his if you, name. yes, <laughs> to just dollar sign. Dollar sign Shadow vision. Vision. <laughs> his Facebook page, by the way, is real life superhero Shadow Vision. In case you wanted to go follow him. And we, yes, we strongly suggest you following him so you can follow along with us as we follow Shadow Visions. And he just got a puppy. Sorry, I just saw that. <laughs> yeah, he posts his real life stuff on there. Um, yeah. So, yeah, get to know Shadow Vision with us. <laughs> well, I think that, will, that about wraps it up this week. Uh, we will be back next week and... We'll be back next week with maybe one or two different options. Um, yeah, I was kind of thinking maybe we would go back through and watch some of the movies. Uh, maybe we want to pick like Thor uh, and watch the Thor movies to kind of really get into Loki um, and kind of see what we think is is going to happen in Loki where, you know, is this going to be Loki by himself or is Loki going to be a part of a team? Um, maybe he's going to go back to Asgard. We don't know. I mean, we've seen Wakanda show up in this last show. 
it'd be cool if someone from Asgard showed up in Loki. Um, mm -hmm. So like we'll look forward to that. Asgard, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Asgard with a dollar sign. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so be sure to join us next week where we are going to really dive into getting ready for Loki and getting everyone else excited for it. Yeah. <laughs>